0: Vivette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak the Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances and health. Today's topic is a twist on gratitude. So Diana, when you think of gratitude, what do you
1: think about? Well. The first thing I think about when it comes to gratitude, and it may sound a little strange, but um, of just being thankful for the time that I spent with my mother Mm -hmm. when she was sick. Um, And um, I didn't realize how thankful I was until, unfortunately, after she was gone. Uh, When she passed, I was angry, all of that. But when I really thought about it, that was the only time and the best time that I spent with her over those two years. And I was very thankful and so appreciative to be able to have that time with her. Um and of course I'm thankful for others, but that is the most impactful other than having my son of mm-hmm. course. Um that's what I think about.
0: That's okay. So lovely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how does gratitude feel in your body? It um it's like a warm blanket in the (laughs) wintertime. it really is and it feels you know it's this little i can't describe it but this feeling in your gut and it just it's a good feeling Mm -hmm. um and it just wraps around you and just being thankful for pretty much everything um that has happened good in your life and also some of the bad things because we can learn from those things i'm a believer that Everything that happens in your life, whether it's good or bad, you know, you learn from it. And you can also be a testimony to others. So I'm thankful for it.
0: hmm Yeah. So I think I first um, really was introduced to the idea of gratitude. I'm not sure which came first, whether it was Oprah Winfrey or Tony Robbins. But I remember they both stressed the importance of gratitude. And they... um thought of it or they describe it in a way just slightly different from how I would traditionally think of gratitude like I would have traditionally just you know you're just kind of thankful for things as they happen or whatever Um, but they really put it out there like it's important for us to really feel the feeling of gratitude and I remember um, one of the Chance, I guess not necessarily a chance But one of the things that Tony Robbins said that he would do every day and then I took that on as well so he would say um, You know, he would just be like I'm so thankful for and then he would uh, start with things that are close to him like his family and his home and you know the laughter and you know that type of thing and then it would expand you know to maybe his work and Mm -hmm. you know his health and Um, you know, and just keep expanding out to the world, those types of things. But what he was stressing was the importance of feeling the feeling, like he would just be like, I'm so thankful for blank. And so, um, I used to do the exact same thing, like take time just to go through saying what I was thankful for. And in the beginning, you know, when you first start, it'll be like, okay, so I'm thankful for my husband and, you know, my mom, you know, and you're like naming people. And then you kind of, well, for me anyway, I kind of ran out of things to be thankful. for. <laughs> and um, I also, I, I kept like a gratitude journal. And I think that's the thing that Oprah has suggested okay. was doing the gratitude journal. And so I know like my first entries, you know, the entries would probably be a page long. Um, But as I got into it, it was like more and more and more stuff to be thankful for and grateful for and to really uh, feel that feeling about. Like the more you think about what you have to be thankful for, the more you realize that you have so much to be thankful for.
1: Exactly. You know, um, you put yourself, you know, in that mindset and as you're talking i'm thinking about all of the different things but have expanded on so many and not just the you know the materialistic things that i have or that people have and i pay attention to the butterfly i love butterflies Mm -hmm. and every time i see them i'm so thankful for them because it makes me happy Mm -hmm. so i'm thankful for that glimpse of happiness and those beautiful colors and you know the fluttering all Mm -hmm. around and you know looking to my left or to my right and some things that i may not pay attention to but if i just take that one second or that moment to look at squirrels chasing each other or kids playing outside i'm so thankful to be able to see those things Mm -hmm. because there are people that are blind that can't see those Mm -hmm. things but yet people that are blind they end up having more senses to things that i may not be able to feel and also hear so it's just so many different things and like you stated to be able to go deeper and deeper or expand wider Mm -hmm. and wider and i what it brings out for me is like when i'm quiet Mm -hmm. you know and i'm really into all of the energy that the universe is actually bringing and everything that's around me the people all of it and
0: it's just amazing and a wonderful feeling. Yeah. And I think the whole concept behind that is what you put your attention on expands. Mm-hmm. And so when you start thinking about, well, what am I thankful for? You know, just like I said, I started with a page and then it would be three pages and <laughs> then it was like five pages and every day I would start over from scratch and every day my list would get longer and longer to the point where I don't have enough time to write down everything that I'm thankful for. I don't have enough time to say out loud everything that I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when you walk around with, I guess, with an attitude of gratitude, <laughs> that just um, it just changes everything. It Takes things to the next level.
1: It also gives you the opportunity when you're um, in that feeling of gratitude that you just see everything differently mm-hmm. as well. And you mentioned well, even with people. You know, some people, you know, everybody will see each other in different ways, but if you are walking into, you know, that journey or that feeling with gratitude, I might look at Mike or Susie in a different way, Mm -hmm. but if I'm not in that place, I might also see them (laughs) in another way that may not be so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Or for myself, we driving down the street and somebody cuts me off, you know, <laughs> so it being in the different places, um, at that time. So it's, but it's also something that I think you have to practice mm-hmm. and, um, every single day, I think it's good to actually write it down. I can't say that I have done that, um, on a regular basis. I may have done it in the past, but that's, Definitely something good to, to actually do and then actually go back and read what you wrote. Yes,
0: yeah. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So how
1: often do you visit your journal?
0: Well, I don't visit it very often. Um, just when I come upon it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I go back and I look and I'm like, oh, that's so cool, I should, <laughs> I should do that again. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't done it in a while. And I, I think I shared with you that um, maybe like two years ago my girlfriend and I had started like a gratitude box or something Mm -hmm. and so every day we were supposed to put something in there Mm -hmm. that we were thankful for so that was it was a abbreviated version of the same thing but pretty much the same concept or whatever but I I haven't done it um you know on a consistent basis you know except back then when I was doing it and Mm -hmm. it was it was really terrific But um, one thing that we, most of us have probably heard and, you know, as it relates to church or religion or whatever, when they say ask for things as if they've already been granted um, or give thanks Mm -hmm. for your prayer. Like when you say your prayer, then you say thank you (laughs) because (laughs) you're believing that it's already been granted. Well, scientific research supports that and um just the importance of being thankful for things that you want Hmm. things that you have not yet achieved that you haven't done it yet but you are putting it out there like this is my vision this these are the things that i want and then being in a state of gratitude along with that for those things yes okay and so apparently When you are in a state of gratitude, that implies that the thing has already been created. And again, the brain doesn't know the difference between real, what's real, and what's imagined. So if you're saying thank you for something that you're envisioning in the future, your brain responds as if this has already happened. And it produces the chemicals the brain actually changes you. It changes the chemicals that is being produced, and it changes your body as a result of you being thankful
1: for that thing that's in the future. And you're talking about what you want, and you seeing it, envisioning yourself actually right there. mm mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. So that goes back to the whole idea of so all this stuff. You know, probably like 20 years ago, there wasn't much scientific support for this kind of stuff that we people would probably call pie in the sky thinking like oh you envision your future and love on it and then it'll come to you Mm -hmm. well it's scientific proof now that that's how it works and um you know like the feeling of gratitude once again it it's the feeling of this has already been accomplished and then your brain produces the chemicals That equals, this has already been accomplished. And then that's what pulls that thing to you. That energy, Mm it pulls all of that to Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot of this is talked about in the field of epigenetics. And basically, epigenetics, um, it talks about how our brain signals our genes to respond in certain ways. So a lot of times we think that certain genes that runs in our family is this way because, you know, that's how it is in our family. And epigenetics is this whole field that's like proving that you can turn off certain genes that it may you that gene may be turned on for you. This may be a family trait It's turned on for you, but it's turned on because of the thoughts that you're having. And so epigenetics is the whole field that teaches you that you can turn these genes on and you can turn genes off. So genes that you want to express that have not been expressed, you can turn them on based on how you're thinking and you can turn stuff off based on how you're thinking. Wow,
1: that's powerful because I'm sitting here listening to you. I'm like turning on and off genes from that standpoint. And you're talking about family genes and um, I would go from a health perspective. Well, everyone in your family has had high blood pressure or diabetes. So, and doctors, even still today, will tell you, well, you probably will go down that track because that's a family genetic mm-hmm. from, from that standpoint. But to be able to, in your mind, in the energy that you're, you're putting forth, to be able to turn it off and
0: on. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's It's very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's just like a twist on how we've been conceptualizing things or really how we've been taught as humans like yeah. this is this is how it works. But now this whole field is opening up where it's like, okay, yeah, it works like that, but it doesn't have to. Hmm. You know, and so again, like one of the ways that you can change the signal is to be in appreciation of Something that has yet to come so it's almost like your body with your thoughts You can take your body to the future because your body will think it's whatever you're thinking mm-hmm. um, And so of course I've probably said this enough times now, but as me like Working on this knee issue <laughs> You know what I'm needing to do then is to see myself in the future and be grateful for um, I don't want to say for the healing because that would imply that something is wrong or something was wrong, but being grateful for you know being able to run my races and do those types of things, and then that will cause my brain and the, the genes in my body to shut on and off as necessary to do whatever repair is needed mm-hmm. to make this knee work like it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm.
1: So it all really just comes down to. Changing your thought process Mm -hmm. the way that you think that connects to everything
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, And, and yeah, so basically a lot of times we try to change From who we are today. So if I'm thinking a certain way Whatever way I'm thinking that is what caused the disease in my body that pattern of thought is What caused the disease? And so if I keep thinking those same thoughts, reacting in the same way, uh, so whatever thought I have, that's going to create a feeling in my body, right? And then that feeling is really going to cause me to think, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's going to reinforce the thought. And then that thought is going to reinforce the feeling, and the feeling is going to reinforce the thought, and it's just this system. And... It is what has created whatever you see in your environment, whether you know, whatever is in your environment. Those thoughts have created it, and then your feelings have reinforced it, and the thoughts have reinforced it. And so, right now, to make a change, we have to make a change. We can't keep thinking the same thoughts. Um, The thought system that created the disease is not the thought system that's going to heal it. So we, we do, we have to think of different thought. We have to think different ways mm-hmm. and, and be open mm-hmm. to those different things.
1: Yeah, I um, going back to my mom, my mother and when she was sick and had the prognosis that the doctors gave her and, and her mind said, no, you know, um, and I'm gonna get better, I'm gonna feel better. And her whole mentality was the whole result of her living much longer than any prognosis that they ever gave her. Even though it did end up being what it was, but not with what they stated because she didn't think that way. She didn't feel that way. She felt a completely different opposite. And I saw her get stronger and mm-hmm. how she pushed herself through it because she wouldn't talk about negativity. She would not say this or that is going to happen, other than. I'm gonna get better, mm-hmm. and I feel better. I feel stronger, and that's how she was. Mm-hmm.
0: So she changed her thought process. Right. And um, I was listening to—I don't know what I was listening to. I was listening to something. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, there was a lady from Harlem who—I won't go through the whole story. It's a, a long story, but to make it short, um, you know, her husband one day was like, I'm about to go to the store. I'll be right back Mm -hmm. type of thing. And instead, he went to the top of the tallest building in Holland and threw himself off the building. Right. So um, he uh, committed suicide. And so as a result of that, she, of course, was sad. She was bitter. You know, um, he left her with the kids and, you know, that type of thing. So she had to do life now in this space of sadness, bitterness. It changed who she was. And basically, she became someone else. Mm -hmm. And in the process, she ended up with um, esophageal cancer, amongst Mm -hmm. a lot of other things. Um, But then she invested in a process of every day deciding to take time to dream a different body and to be grateful for a different future Mm -hmm. every day, even when she didn't feel like it. And um, every single day, like she didn't miss a day. Okay. And so, you know, that... That kind of touched me because I know I go in and out. Like I'll I'll do my affirmations and my meditations and all that, and I'll do them consistently. I can do them every day for like three or four months, and then something can happen and throw me off course, and then mm-hmm. I'll be off course for a month or two, you know. And mm-hmm. then and so, um, but she didn't allow herself to get off course. Like every day, no matter how she felt, no matter how much she didn't want to do it no matter how depressed she might have been, whatever, she forced herself to do it anyway. And she said that every time she did it, it made her, if she did it when she didn't want to do it, it made her feel even more powerful mm-hmm. that she took that time for herself. To actually do it. And I was like, yeah. But it's like, it goes back to me. I remember um, when I was struggling with weight issues, and I was like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know how to do this thing, like, why won't I do what I need to do? You know, I just couldn't understand. And I was like, what would it take for me to do what I need to do for myself? You know, what what does that take? Um, And so this goes, to me, this asks the same question. Okay, so if really all I need to do is be in a state of gratitude every day and dream a different life, than the one I'm currently in for whatever reason if it's a health issue or if it's a financial issue or if it's a relationship whatever the issue is dream a different life for yourself and why wouldn't you do this every day? Mm-hmm. This is going to change your life to a life that you want so why wouldn't why you wouldn't do you this do every it? day? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you feel gratitude every day? You know like why Why don't we do that?
1: I I just think from a natural standpoint, we just let other things get in the way we didn't we're not even con- i don't wanna use the word condition, but I will use it to even think that way. This is a whole new process of actually thinking you're not raised think well, I wasn't raised thinking that way well yes, you're supposed to be thankful for what you have, but in the sense of you know continuing to do this um every single day and realizing what that, that is and being told, Okay, well if you think a different way, this is gonna change your whole entire outlook and your body and all of that. That just wasn't heard of. Mm-hmm. So we go by our own patterns from that standpoint in society and people that's around us. So it's not a normal process but it should be.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. It'd be yeah. nice if we could just remembered like who we really are what we're really capable of, we actually do it every day in our lives. Our thoughts are creating our environments and our realities in every moment. Mm -hmm. So we just need to take control of our thoughts and put them on the things that we want. And um, in in this instance, one of the ways to do that is to already feel the gratitude for the thing. It's like if you don't know, like if you have uncertainty about what your future holds, the easiest thing you can do is take hold of it and you decide, this is what my future holds. And you start giving thanks and feeling the feeling of gratitude of the life that you want to create. Start practicing being powerful. Start practicing being whatever it is that you want to be. Start feeling those feelings and just be thankful every day. Imagine what life would be like for us.
1: Very beautiful.
0: Yes. So until next time, this is Arvette. This is Diana. Bye. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.arvettemcclain.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.